0: What's up, podcast family? How y'all doing out there? Man, I'm sitting here thinking we are literally days away from the last quarter of the year. I mean, it's almost unbelievable that 2020 just started and 2020 is about to end. Man, I don't know about you, but I'm just ready to finish strong. Ready to finish the way I started, and that was strong, y'all. And I feel like the things we're talking about right now, our believing system and just believing is really gonna get us to the finish line, which is really another starting line to get into our next year and our next level and our next season. And you know, we don't have to wait for the new year because it can actually start right now for us. And I feel like our believer, the more we get into this topic, our believer is going to start to become strengthened and we're going to become stronger. So I don't want to waste any time today. um, We're going to focus a little bit more on what we need to believe in. And that is the word. So only believe in his word. All right, y'all, welcome back to New Season. Let's get right in. You know, before we get started, I have to tell you, I am a bit of a word addict, okay? If there's any addiction that I have, well, other than vanilla ice cream, (laughs) it is to the word of God. I mean, I can read it, I can listen to it, I can say it. I mean, I just love the word. I mean, I love the word. The word of God is just, it's just my all. You know, this month, actually, I um, celebrated 16 years of just relocating from my hometown of New York to um, the DMV. And, you know, as I reflected on me moving and everything, I'll be honest with you, I didn't have any leg to stand on other than I got a word from God I literally it it was the start of 2004 and I felt on the inside something needed to change and you know how sometimes you get that feeling like man something is off I just you know you just just uncomfortable you're just really uncomfortable but you can't place where the discomfort is coming from And so, you know, I had just recently moved back from college, uh, back home, and it was like, you know, being back home, it was like, okay, yes, I had a job. I mean, I had a good job. It was paying me a salary and benefits, everything. I mean, the things, you know, you want after spending four years of partying. (laughs) I'm teasing. I didn't party a whole lot. (laughs) The lies I tell. Let me stop. Okay, okay, okay. So yeah, after spending four years of finding yourself, let me say that, (laughs) because I did get saved in college, my last year of college, you know, you want to come home and you want to have some type of establishment. You want to be established. And so, you know, I got back home and yeah, I had my job, which was wonderful and, um, you know, great location, Midtown Manhattan, couldn't beat it. But something on the inside just said it was time to go. It was time to move. And I remember praying and just as a new believer, asking God, you know, what, what do these things mean to me? And I remember him taking me to a scripture in Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 30, verse 20. And I promise you to this day, I read that scripture and I said, God, I can't believe you would minister to me like that. I can't believe this word is speaking back to me. Like, you know, you just read something, you're just like, man, that was God. You know what I'm saying? And you just couldn't even believe that that was the Holy Spirit working through the word of God towards you to know exactly what to do. I know people say, you know, well, you can't read the word and the word is not going to give you specifics and the word is not going to tell you, oh yeah, this is who you should marry or this is what you should do specifically like that. But I just want to dare you to believe that the word is always speaking to you every time you open it. You see, what happens is we begin to doubt things when we can't understand things. And I believe our understanding comes from believing. If I just believe that every time I open up this book, open up Bible Gateway, open up my ears to hear God's word, I believe he's speaking. It will erase the doubt and you'll begin to experience things, the voice of God the will of God and even specifics from God because of his word oh man I get I feel myself just getting so excited about this I mean this has been my life the word has been my literally I mean just my whole life y'all so we're gonna spend some time in this um I said all that to say that same word is still carrying me 16 years later, and all the changes, all the growth, all the differences, all the ups, downs, and arounds. I mean, that word is still anchoring me to this day. My eyes have seen my teachers, and whether I go from the right or to the left, he's saying to me that this is the way, and that I shall walk in it. And so I hold on to that, and I'm so grateful for that. And um, I'm never going to let it go. So last week, um, or whenever you guys listen to this, we talked about Hebrews chapter four. And I'll just read it again just to refresh our memories. Hebrews chapter four. Well, we spent a lot of time in Hebrews chapter four, but it's nice to just kind of get back in. But specifically, I want to focus on verse 12. It It says, for the word of God is quick, And powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow and as a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. The message Bible in the same verse, chapter 12, Hebrews 4, chapter 12 says, God means what he says, what he says goes. This powerful word is sharp as a surgeon's scalpel, cutting through everything, whether doubt or defense, laying up, laying us open to listen and to obey. Nothing and no one is impervious to God's word. We can't get away from it, no matter what. So the Word of God is quick. The Word of God is sharp. The Word of God is powerful. No one is exempt from the Word, and no one can get away from it sounds like the word is being described as something of high value, of high importance, of high significance. John chapter 1 verse 1 even says that in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Genesis chapter 1 says, in the beginning God made the heavens and the earth. And God said, well, what did he say? He said words. He said his words. And so that leads me to believe, or that leads me to at least become aware that the word actually is the starting point. The starting point for my belief Comes from the word of God. I can't believe. Except I. Begin. To receive the word. When I got saved. When I received Jesus. As my personal Lord and Savior. Guess what? I was listening to a Baptist preacher. In college. As a senior. He's preaching in the chapel. He's talking about the word. He's clearly reading from the Bible. He's talking the word. And all of a sudden those words begin to take effect. Like it says, it's sharper than any two-edged sword. It's able to divide and cut through soul and cut through your joints and your marrow. So the word by itself began to enter into my heart the more I heard. And as I heard I began to receive because the word started to take uh, residence within me. And then all of a sudden, I began to believe what I was hearing. And before I knew it, I was at the altar receiving Jesus. And so the foundation of our believer, the foundation of our belief system begins with words. I mean, you can even think about this on a natural level. Think about it. You're growing up. Someone tells you that you're overweight. You might not even have an ounce of fat on your body, but because someone you cared about told you something to care about, you began to believe what they said. Not only did you believe it, you began to receive it. And before you knew it, you were living out from that belief system. All of a sudden, fat symptoms, big symptoms, more eating symptoms began to come on you. Because of what someone said. Because of someone's words. I just want you to think about that for a minute. Well, how about you? Some of the things that you've said about you. Maybe you believed. you believe it, you've said something so much about yourself, that now all of a sudden you believe it. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not qualified enough. I don't have enough education. I don't come from the right side of town. I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. Think about the things you've said or the words that have taken effect in your heart, the words that have been sharper than any two-edged sword where you're concerned, that you've said. I'm here to let you know that the word Words are the foundation of our belief system. And the more we begin to embrace the right words, the right believing system will begin to take place in our lives. And when we begin to start believing right, wow, life itself will start to get right. I'm going to say that again. The more we start believing right, life will start to get right. But we can't get there unless the words are right. And I just want to show you through the word of God that these words written on these pages, written on these apps, these are trustworthy words. I mean, you can take them to the bank. You can take them to country. You can take them to the city. You want to take them to the grave and back up to God again because his word cannot fail. I can hear some of you asking on the inside right now, well, E, I mean, how do you know the word will not fail? How do you know that the word works? Well, I'll definitely tell you, experience is your best teacher. Listen, I share with you my one testimony about moving out here, but I'm trying to let you know the fact that I'm even speaking on this podcast as a result of God's word towards me that turned my life from one direction to the next overnight. As I said, a senior in college barely even saw the chapel my entire four years being there. But when a man of God hit the campus and began to speak on the things of God, that word began to make entrance, make headway for me. And began to get me to start to see a new life. And I'm not saying that your life has got to be rock bottom before you say you need a savior. But what I am letting you know is that word, even if your life is great, it can be greater. And the word will take it there. And I want to show you um, just a scripture that I feel like will help you get... um, some type of personal experience on your own this is when Jesus of course is making his way through town this is in Matthew chapter 9 verse 28 to 29 and it says and when he came into the house the blind man came to him the blind men came to him and said and Jesus said unto them believe ye able that I can do this And they said, yea, Lord. So then he touched their eyes and said, according to your faith, be it unto you. So he's going through town. Of course, healing the sick, cleansing the lepers, doing what he knows to do because he believed in what God said about him. But now he comes to people and says, hey, do you believe I'm able to do this in your life? And they said, yes, we do believe. And in the same manner, in the same moment, he says, well, according to your faith. You see, what happens is the word comes, but we've got to make a decision to say, I believe that. I believe the word. I believe what he's saying. I believe what I'm hearing. And once you do, you can start to experience what's being said. I mean, there could be times that you're sitting even in a service, maybe not even in service. Let's just scratch you being in in an actual service. Because I know right now a lot of us are home. We're still on uh, virtual terms, whether you're doing Zoom, whether you're doing, uh, what is it, Facebook Lives, whether you're doing Instagram, whether you're doing uh, YouTube. And some of us are actually outside, uh, which is an amazing experience, which I love and want to just continue forever because being outside is just the most freeing encounter. I mean, you got the skies open, the air is blowing, and I mean, you just got unlimited voice capacity to just let it all out in the open. You know, you you even sound better worshiping outside. It's like... (laughs) (laughs) you think you do but it's just a freeing experience but you know just ultimately like you can be in service or listening to even a worship song and then all of a sudden you're listening to the words and you're listening to the words and you're listening to the words and all of a sudden that word you're just like yes and all of a sudden something on the inside of you begins to rise whether it's a sound within you're singing whether you're yelling out, but it's the word again, pushing through all the doubt, pushing through all the lack of experience, lack of experiences, bringing you to a place where you can finally say, God, I am experiencing worship, I'm experiencing heaven, I'm experiencing, I am experiencing you in this moment. That's what belief in the word will do for you. I don't care who you are, where you are, how old you are, what color you are. You start believing the word like that, encounters, change, <laughs> manifestation is inevitable you will be like those blind men jesus will ask you every time do you believe you'll say yes and right then there you'll experience him i'm telling you the word will not fail you it cannot fail because god is not a failure and guess what neither are you You know, David in the Bible is, of course, one of the most notable men in the Bible. And I believe he's notable not because, you know, he was a king because of his title as king. But I really believe he was notable because of his position of transparency. You see, David, although he started, you know, very small, you know, was chosen among his brothers and, you know, became king and did righteous and noble acts. He also fell a tremendous fall Um sinned against the lord by you know killing uh one of his top uh army officials just so he could be with his wife now again he's king he can have anybody but he went that far and um of course through it all he definitely you know had a heart lesson and you know, ended up repenting, and of course we get Psalms, and we're reading the Psalms, and in Psalms, you know, he comes up and says, listen, in Psalm 119, verse 11, he says, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. You know, he got to a place where after all this, God, after all these things, Lord, I need to hide your word in my heart. Because that's where he started. The word was there, but something came against that word. You know what that is? It's unbelief. It's doubt. It's the world trying to paint a new picture that you can't trust wholly in the word. Think about it. We're in a pandemic. And everything we dare say, like literally everything is coming against our believer, our ability to just take God at his word. We're in a pandemic. So, of course, the fear of dread and bad news and death and you are going to get sick if you breathe too much, if you fly too much, if you do this and you do that. And I'm not saying not to take precautions, do not take this as that, because absolutely this house wears masks. This house socially distances. This house is not all over the daggone place. No, not at all. And we're doing this in line with the word. The Bible says in Psalm 91 that no evil shall befall me, neither any plague come near my dwelling. But it doesn't mean that I'm going near plagues. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm gonna wear my mask. Don't get me. Don't get it twisted. But trust and believe the mask is not keeping the plague from me. Psalm 91 is. No evil, no fear of death or disease will come near my dwelling because I've hid that word in my heart. And so David got to a place where he had to hide the word in his heart so he could not sin anymore like that against God, if at all again. And I just want to encourage you, we're in that season where this word, his word, only God's word needs to be hid in our hearts. And the sin we're talking about, I'm not talking about you going out and sleeping with somebody else's spouse, which you should not be doing. I'm not talking about you drinking and drugging and doing all kinds of loose things that are against your body, the same body that Christ built for you to live out his glory the same body that is the temple of the holy spirit absolutely we ought to cover our bodies and keep it free from the enemy's acts because he's the only one trying to lure you into um, a life without god that's all that is but you want to hide this word in your heart so you won't fall into the sin of unbelief so you won't fall away from believing the one thing the only thing that will anchor your whole soul and that is the word of god that's it it's the word I know we got a lot of inspirational people out there. I know we got a lot of motivational speakers. We got a lot of coaches. We got a lot of hold this and therapy this and this and this and counselor that. But let me tell you something. All of that is nothing unless the word is at the root. Because they can give you their opinions. They can give you their advice. I'm telling you, the only thing that's going to hold you Is this here word? Because God, as we read in Hebrews chapter 4 and 11, verse 12, he means what he says. And he's going to have what he says. He always does. He always has and always will. And I'm trying to give you that encouragement. We're going to hide this word in our heart in this season. So we don't sin against God by unbelieving by through unbelief. Instead, we're only gonna believe. We're only going to believe in his word. Listen. I know I spent a lot of time talking about a lot of different scriptures. Like I said, I am a word addict. I can literally spout out scriptures all day. It's just my life. And so I just want you to take some time. You know, we spent a lot of time talking about various things, but I want you to really take some time and do what David did. I want you to begin to hide the word in your heart. Maybe it's not one of the scriptures I gave today, Maybe it's something that you read a long time ago. Maybe it's something you want to read right now. But I want you to take whatever it is. And I dare you. I double dog dare you to believe what you're reading. I dare you to believe what he's saying. I dare you to begin to experience Everything that the word of God is revealing to you in this season. Listen, I am no further ahead of you or behind you. We are in this together. And I'm taking even more word, putting it in on the inside. So I can experience more and more of heaven's plans, heaven's dreams, heaven's vision for my life, and for my family. So listen, as I always say, we are in this together. This is all of our new season. So let's walk this thing out and really get to the next level. And when we crash that course, push on even further. Well, I'm really happy you joined me tonight. I can really spend so much more time on this. And we'll continue to talk about only believing in, in God, his word, etc., everything. Um, we're going to continue this as we go along. Just remember, y'all, God is always speaking. We just have to be willing to hear. So I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of New Season. Till then.